You're listening to Humans in Tech. Our podcast explores today's most transformative technology and the trends of tomorrow, bringing together the brightest minds in and outside of our industry. We unpack what's new in physical access, identity verification, cybersecurity, and IoT ecosystems. We reach beyond the physical world, discuss our digital transformation as a species, and dive into the emerging digital experience. Join us on our journey as we discover just how connected the future will be and how we will fit into that picture. Your host is Lee Dow, VP of Global Marketing at Identive. Thanks for joining us on today's podcast. We're welcoming two guests. Ron Lusheen is from Tech Systems Inc. Tech Systems provides service-centric security solutions. We're also joined by Identive's own Diane Kallenbeck, uh, Western Regional Sales Manager for Credentials. Thank you both for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Let's dive into credentials and the digital experience. As we know, cybercrime is powerful. Um, it impacts places you may not initially consider a cyber attack target. Um, when unauthorized users access sensitive information, they can steal personal data, plant malicious code, even introduce ransomware. Um, Diane, can you tell us about the challenges of identity verification in both the physical and digital environments? Yeah, I think one of the biggest challenges for both physical and digital environments includes the balance between security and convenience. How do you make access secure, but still make it easy to use? Um, I think a good example um, is one that everybody can relate to is security at the airport, right? I mean, we have to go through security. It's not convenient, but at the same time, we want assurances that there's going to that we're going to be secure and safe while we're at the airport and while we're flying. Um, security, physical security, and IT managers face this challenge all the time. You know that balance between um, security and convenience. How do you keep buildings and networks secure yet minimize the impact on employee productivity and throughput? Excellent. So, Ron, you know, how do you think those challenges are? Um, you know best overcome? Yeah, so I, you know, I question whether or not the physical ID badge will really ever completely go away. And um, you know, while we see technology today providing lots of different ways to verify somebody's identity, when you think about video verification, that kind of thing, as you approach a door, um, you know, there's systems out there today that are using AI as a way to identify an individual and, and grant them access. But the truth is, that having some kind of a visual ID that says, you know, hey, I'm allowed to be in this facility or I'm allowed to be in this area, our our clients that we're speaking to today still can't find ways to move away from a badge. And they really see that badge as continuing to be a, an integral part of uh, the, the overall security plan. Um, whether or not that badge is physically used to gain access, that, that will continue to be the challenge. And I, I think that on the backside of you know, what we've been through with COVID and, and just a demand for touchless technology. Um, you know, I think that we'll continue to see that evolve. But, you know, as it stands today, the traditional badge, um, one that's more secure, certainly than, you know, the, the traditional proximity um, is still going to be in the portfolio for some time to come. So, Ron, what's the path to becoming digital? You know, what does it mean for identity and digital authentication? Yeah, I think that, you know, you just have to accept that changes have occurred in our industry and that, again, COVID really drove a lot of this. But 
Um, I think on the integrator side, what we see is that many folks are still trying to do things in a very traditional manner um, when it comes to how to, to uh, deploy security solutions for their clients that they serve. Um, and clients on the other side of it are, are not educated today. I think the integrators do a terrible job educating clients on new technology and ways to overcome you know, some of the digital um, challenges that they've got today. And so um, I, I think it's a twofold process. You know, the clients have to accept that the new technology is here. They've got to, we, I should say, have to help them find budget to um, begin to make those transitions start with the areas that are most critical to them, you know, their, um, their crown jewels, so to speak, of their organization that need to be protected, um, you know, help them start there and then, you know, roll that out, you know, to a, a broader um, footprint within their organization. But certainly on the integrator side, um, we still meet with um, or talk with a lot of integrators that you know, still have not really accepted the fact that the digital experience is here. And, you know, they're still in some cases trying to figure out how they exit the business before they're forced to really learn it, adopt it um, and deploy it. Um, so there's certainly some challenges on both sides for the clients and for us as integrators. Diane, what's the best way to verify identity with credentials? So this, uh, Ron had a good segue before, you know, in terms of credentials not going away. Um, but I think it's important for security managers to be aware of the technologies that are available to them, um, and then also make sure that the that they're using uh, secure technology, technology that uses encryption, for example, Desfire. Um, you know, for those organizations that are using legacy technologies like proximity technology, or even in some cases, MagStripe, um, you know, they don't realize sometimes that these technologies present a security risk until it's too late, um, until there's been some sort of, um, um, you know, break in the system. Um, so, and because it's very easy to purchase devices on the internet that can duplicate credentials, um, they basically can read the data from the card and then write that same information to a blank card. Obviously, this presents a huge security risk because now an unauthorized individual can gain access to a secure building. Um, and in some cases, it may even mean a loss of revenue if those cards are used for say a paid membership to an athletic club or some other type of uh, club. If I now, if I go out and I duplicate my card um, and I give it to a family member or friend, now they have access and that organization is uh, losing out on that revenue. So, you know, Ron, if you could fill us in on tech systems core competency. Yeah, you know, we're a service first organization and, you know, that uh, for us sales comes as uh, something that you earn by doing a great job serving the client. And so we primarily, as we have grown, um, we are recognized for um, our service program focus, um, which guarantees response and, and uh, functionality for the client on the first service call for our response time. But in addition to that, our pro service resources, folks who really understand some of the things that we're talking about today, um, folks that have a strong IT background with lots of um, certifications um, and the different skill sets required to do what we do, not just to deploy the technology that's available to the, uh, for us today, uh, for our clients, but how to integrate technology, um, how to bring multiple systems together to create real reporting that clients can depend on um, and so it, for us today across 18 countries and 
um, with our own employees in uh, in Canada, U.S., Puerto Rico. Um, it's really it's about service first, and then if we can exceed the client's expectations on that side, it's it's how we support them in other efforts. And again, um, the the data is important, and so that's one of the areas that we've really focused on over the years is is how do we utilize the data in these systems to produce real reporting that's meaningful to the clients in ways that uh, allows the security department to become a profit center for the organization and not just a drain on the budget. I love that notion. Um, I know that, uh, you know, back in my prior to identity of corporate life, um, a lot of the IT organizations that I worked with were, you know, really starting to make that transition from being, you know, a cost center to a profit center. Absolutely. Diane, can you tell us about the solutions across um, Identiv's core business segments? Um, yeah, Identiv brings end-to-end solutions, everything from access control uh, to video management, cards and readers that are used both for physical access control as well as logical access control. Um, and then we also offer tags that are used to identify and authenticate things, um, not just people, but things, uh, things like medical equipment, inventory, retail merchandise, uh, library books, just to name a few. For both of you, um, as physical locks and keys discovered digital counterparts, um, the traditional identification paperwork is also evolving. Can you give us insight into the challenges of this major paradigm shift? Diane, you want to take that first? Sure. Um, I think, you know, uh, digitizing things like a driver's license or medical records, obviously it makes it much more convenient to access that data. Um, via mobile devices or digital apps. It also helps overcome bottlenecks in standard authentication processes, um, gives more control over the data that you share. Um, you know, for example, if you have your driver's license on your phone, and then you also, again, kind of going back to the example of the airport, um, now you have your, your driver's license on your phone, you have your uh, airline ticket in your wallet, so it just makes that process fairly seamless when you're going through security. Um, so that's sort of the convenience part of it, but the challenge now becomes, you know, how do you keep your identity safe? How do you keep transactions secure? Um, and then I think another challenge is having the systems in place to support the processing and the authentication of that data. Um, you know, as technology advances and we want these things, um, out of convenience, there's also all the backend stuff that needs to be there to support that. Yeah, I would add to that. And, Everything you just said is 100% correct. Um, you know, you think back to the days when, you know, losing your identity meant you lost your wallet. And today, that's just not the case. I mean, being able to, um, from a cyber perspective, getting to someone's identity is um, becoming easier and easier for thieves to, to chase. And, you know, in many cases, you know, I, I see it even with my own family when we talk about passwords and that kind of thing and just... Um, how easy it is to compromise passwords. Um, so, you know, identity is it's at a risk and the things that we're putting out there from a digital standpoint, in many cases, um, you know, that kind of risk could ruin you financially or from many other perspectives. I, I think the other challenge too, especially from the government side is that there's a slow adoption rate um, for them to take on, you know, um, authentication of digital type identity. And, you know, we see some states where, you know, things like the driver's license that Diane just mentioned, you know, being a digital image on a phone is perfectly acceptable. And you go to other states and it's not even thought of today. It's not even on the roadmap. 
And so, you know, getting to a place where it's generally accepted across the board really allows you to begin to take next steps. Um, so it's, you know, when it comes to deploying technology, I should say. So, yeah, it, it's an interesting shift. And it's one that um, in the beginning I thought would roll very, very quickly. Um, and it seems like in some cases it's just stalled. But at the same time, you see what's happening um, just from a communications device uh, a standpoint, I should say, and, you know, IoT devices, um, the amount of things that are flowing digitally today as compared to even five years ago. It's incredible. And so it's going to push the identity side of this as well. I was thinking about the, um, uh, you know, digital representation of driver's licenses the other day because they, uh, I believe they are allowed in the state that I live in. And I was thinking, like, for states that it's not allowed in, I was like, my phone is the most me that is me. Like, like yeah. if you want to know me, the real me, it's all in there, <laughs> you know? No, that's exactly right. And if you think back, I, I remember a uh, study, it was about 12 years ago when we were looking at a college campus and trying to determine what what's the best way to secure this campus. And, you know, when you thought about physical IDs or keys or, you know, what you would do with a cell phone. And, and the truth was in the end that... Um, Students lost cards. They lost keys. The cell phone was never more than about five feet from their body. And so, you know, it's going to continue to be the driver um, that takes us through and, and helps transform what's happening today in the digital world. Um, for both of you, how do you think our increasingly digital world will continue to transform the human experience? Mm. <laughs> Loaded question, right? <laughs> um, I, you know, look, it's convenience. I, when I think about it, it having everything in one place is convenience, and um, and that excites me. The other side of me, the the side of me that lives on a mountain in Western North Carolina, wishes the whole world would just slow down, um, you know, and uh, you know, get back to the days that you know things were maybe simpler. But that's just not reality anymore. And um, I, I think that you know this will continue to drive who we are, what we do, how we do it. Um, it's just, it's not going to slow down at this point. Certainly more adopted by the generations behind us than the generation we are. How about you, Diane? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I think, you know, adding convenience. I mean, there's things that we can do today that we couldn't do just two years ago um, that now we can't imagine going through life without those conveniences. Um, you know, things we can do on our phone. I, I was just at a on a trip and had layovers and I could, you know, from my phone, I could get an Uber and I could book a hotel room. And, you know, I was thinking about that back in the day before we had, you know, uh, smartphones, you know, that's a very difficult thing to do. And now it's just so easy to make those things happen. So I, I think those kinds of things are going to just continue to evolve. Um, I, I think there's going to be, you know, as technology evolves, there's, the, uh, you know, cyber attacks are also the advancements in that are also going to, you know, we'll see an increase in that. So there's always going to be that challenge of security. But um, I, I think there is going to be certainly um, evolving technology that is going to make life so, so much more convenient and hopefully safe and secure. Yeah, the last thing I would add to that is that, you know, I really see today the residential home automation, you know, beginning to drive what goes on within the traditional security industry. And um, when you think about what we do day in and day out for our clients, um, whatever you can get to manage on your phone for your home is now expected in the workplace. 
and that'll continue to drive product development and uh, you know really push this whole subject from a digital experience and what we're talking about today. Yeah, I I was thinking about when Diane when you were describing that about you know having being able to do all those things from your phone. I was thinking about um, I left the house the other day and I forgot my phone and I felt so weird. <laughs> I felt so weird. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was. I mean, I yeah, like Allison was saying, like you feel a little panicked, and I was like, well, it does. It almost gives you like that little bit of anxiety, right? Like, you know, what what am I supposed to do without my phone? Like, and then and then you know, um, while I was on vacation, I um, I was out kayaking, and um, I had my phone in like one of those wet bags, you know, and I could feel it, like I could hear it, like buzzing every now and then. And I was like, "You're on vacation. You're on a kayak. Do not be looking at your phone." <laughs> like, but it's it's really tough, right? It's tough to like. That's such a um, firmly implanted in my hand at almost all times device, you know, um, that that definitely has like taken on a life of its own. Yeah, it, it's hard to disconnect for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's been really great talking with both of you today. Appreciate you taking the time to join us. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. And for our audience, if you like this podcast, please like and subscribe. The problem isn't security. It's awareness. Velocity Vision is the future of visual surveillance, an intelligent video management solution that delivers real-time situational awareness in an open security platform. Integrate with your existing systems, verify your environment in one pane of glass, and increase the efficiency of your security operation. Get full control of your environment when and where you need it. Learn more at identive.com. Control access anytime, anywhere, and on any device 24-7. The Freedom Smart Bridge is a leading-edge door controller that integrates seamlessly with existing IT infrastructure and management tools. It stores information locally from any server and remains fully functional in the event of a network outage. The Freedom Smart Bridge eliminates complex control panel configurations with technology communicating over encrypted IP network protocols. It meets audit compliance requirements and easily supports on-premises, hybrid, and cloud deployments. Learn more at identive.com. Physical security, identity verification, the IoT. The hyperconnectivity of our lives will only grow more pervasive as technology becomes more automated and experiences more augmented. It's up to us to preserve our humanity and use new tools and trends for good. The only question is, are we up for the challenge?